All right, today's daf is Psachim daf mem gimel. We are on mem beis and mem beis, two lines from the bottom, quoting the Mishnah, Rabbi Eliezer, Oimer, af tachshitei nashim, that even tachshitim of nashim are chametz, or have some issue of chametz. Now, at first glance, tachshitei nashim sounds like things that we learned in Mesech to Shabbos, what they're allowed to go out with on Shabbos, like jewelry. So that obviously is not chametz. Here, the Gemara assumes we're talking about makeup. So comes along the Gemara, What, you think that uh, makeup has, uh, has chametz? Which is interesting because today some makeup can theoretically contain some ethyl alcohol. If it comes from Europe, we could think that it comes from wheat. But at that, in, in those days, it wasn't even a question. So the Gemara says, you're right. It's not talking about makeup. Which was some type of flower that women would put on their skin to remove to remove the hair. Damarav Yehuda Marav, Benoist Israel, so we're looking at the bottom line of Bezin Vez, Benoist Israel, Shagiwala Pirkan, let's say you had a girl that reached that her she became she her, she physically matured, but Lishanim. She's not, you know, that age yet, so she's embarrassed to look like an adult. You look at Rashi for explanation. So what happened, what they would do is if they weren't very wealthy, so they would go to the dollar store and they would buy sid, which is lime, and they would use that to get rid of their hair. The wealthy girls, they would use flour, and in the doors of kings, they would use hamar. they would use the oil called shemen hamar. Shinemar, as the Pasuk says, by Achashverosh, so by Achashverosh, that all the girls, all the Basulas would, would gather for him one at a time every day. So the, the Psukim say, Shisha Chadashim B'Shem and Hamar. They had a six month uh, pregame that they had to make sure their body was perfect. So six months they were spending B'Shem and Hamar. Okay? Now, my Shem and Hamar. So by the way, before we get back to the Gemara, well, how does this answer the question? We're not talking about makeup, cosmetics. We're talking about some type of flower they would use that would remove the skin, remove the hair, and that would be obviously be a concern for chametz. My shemen hamar. What, what does the word shemen hamar mean? It means sitachas, which is a a, a cream used or some type of ointment used for medicine or medicinal purposes. It's olive oil, but the olives were not yet ripe. It was only a third grown, and it's a different type of oil. Tanya, Rabbi Yehuda Eimer, and Pekonin, which is a, it brought down in the Mishnah in Menachos. It says you cannot use it as a, as a mincha. There you have to have shemen as part of your carbon mencha. So the Gemara there says, an pikonin shemen zai shlohevi shlish, that's what it is. V'lama sachan say, why would the benois malachim use shemen hamar? So the Gemara says, as this is found in Megillah as well, b'bnei shem mashir es haseir, it removes the hair, ma'adein, and it causes the skin to glow, es ha-basar, ma'adein es ha-basar, so therefore that was used uh, for the Benoist Malachim, and obviously the, to prepare for the uh, date with Achashverosh, the, the girls had to put this on. Okay, going back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, Here's the rule. Here's the rule. Anything that comes from the five grains, and you eat it on Pesach, or you have it, you're over on Pesach. 
Tanya, Amr Rabbi Yeshua, hold on a second. V'chimi acher she'sheninu kol shehu mindagon hareza avir b'pesach. Fine, you want to tell me a rule that anything that contains chametz you should not consume? Great. Lama manucha chametz elu? Why did the chametz have to give us this list? Just figure it out on yourself. Come some grain, don't eat it. So the Gemara says, It's important for people to know how in the industry they refer to different products. And you should know that if this is stated in the ingredients, then it might come from chametz. So we're giving you a list of sheikhar shalmadai. So don't assume beer is always fine. No, because Medean beer, they put chametz in it. So it's really just the eight type of just telling us that we should know certain things contain chametz. So for example, if we were giving a shear on the laws of Passover, right? Hochas Pesach, right now, we can do it for two seconds. Which ingredients are for sure chametz? So malt, uh, oats, oat milk, you could, ethyl alcohol might be chametz, probably kidneys in America. Uh, wheat would be chametz, you know? So you know, that way would be chametz, right? So there are certain things that we should know now, if you want to get more sophisticated, maltotol could come from chametz, maltose. I think that says the word malt in it is probably has some barley in here. In there, it could be the barley might be, uh, you know, an enzyme. But anything with the word malt would be a problem. So, anyways, look at your box of Rice Krispies. So, if you're gluten free, you know you cannot eat that. You still cannot eat Rice Krispies because it contains malt. So, malt is from barley, so it's chametz. So it's important to know which specific things actually contain chametz. You want to go a little further, which things might be kidneys, might be chametz, depending on the location. There's lists and lists of alcohol, vinegar, sorbitol. Uh, many different products might contain uh, chametz or might contain kidneys. But it's good to know. Very interesting that this, the Mishnah itself shows us this concept. So you have a story, similar story, not the same halacha, but a similar concept that there was this fellow, he went to Bavel, have a bistra bahade, he was eating fleshix, he had his pastrami sandwich, he told the I want some, uh, I want something to dip the bread in, I need, I need, I need some dip. Right? There's a story I heard from David Lichtenstein, on his podcast, he was talking about he once met someone, well, he, he found a homeless person outside a restaurant, and the guy was asking for money. So Mr. Lichtenstein didn't want to give him cash. He didn't have cash. He didn't trust him. He thought he was going to use it for drugs. He said, no problem. I'll buy you a sandwich. So he was talking about, is it my assignment to go buy a non-Jew a sandwich from a Trafe restaurant? He literally walking out with a Trafe sandwich. Either way, he said the story was, he comes out with a sandwich, and he gives it to the homeless person. And the homeless guy got upset. He said, I, I, I need Russian sauce. You know, you didn't give me Russian dressing. So he said he went back in, he got himself, he got him Russian dressing. But anyways, this person says, I need a dip. So he heard they were bringing him kutach, which is, by the way, we spoke about this yesterday, that it seems like you're allowed to buy kutach habavli from a non-Jew. Here you see he's asking for the dip. So yesterday we had a digression into powdered milk. But if you weren't here yesterday, you, you won't know the heter of powdered milk. Okay, well, we'll talk about it a different time. Anyways, so he gets the kutach. Then he realized, ah, oh, kutach. I know kutach contains dairy. Came in the shama kutach. He knows it contains dairy. Perash. He doesn't eat it with his pastrami sandwich. He's not going to dip it in because now he knows it's dairy. So what do you see from this story? You see that it's good to know which products are dairy, which products are chametz. It's not just simple, okay, milk and wheat. You have to know the details. So I often I get asked all the time, does this product contain milk? 
right? People are either desperate to eat something that looks good and make sure it's not cholestam, or they're fleshiks, they want to know if they could use this, or eat it while they're fleshik. So very often someone will send me a picture, and the first ingredient is milk <laughs> or cream. And it's, it's good to know. So I'll give you a list. We'll do this in very quickly. Milk, butter, buttermilk, milk powder, lactose, casein, caseinate, whey, butter oil, cheese, cream, diacetyl, skim, non-fat skim, galactose, what else did I write here? Condensed skim milk, WPC, which is whey protein concentrate. You could have WPI, whey protein isolate, MPC, milk protein concentrate. There's plenty more. There's tagatose, which ended up in uh, Slurpees for a while before they figured out how to get diet, diet the, the, low, the low sugar artificial sweeteners to froth. They were using tagatose which is a fermentation of milk, or I think fermentation of lactose, which halakhali is considered dairy. So I think Diet Pepsi for a while was dairy. I think they switched recently. But either way, so you can look at a product. I don't see it says milk on it, but there's, I just listed you 12 things, 15 things that, are, that contain dairy, and an educated consumer could say, of course it's dairy. It says butter on it. It says butter oil. Where do you think they're getting it from? So obviously that would be considered dairy. Okay, so good to know the educated consumer is the best consumer. Okay, let's keep going. So the Mishnah said, These items, there's an azara, there's a lav, that a person should not eat it. Just by the way, before we get into some of the details, there was a machlekes, we didn't mention this yesterday, between Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam, regarding taruvay's chametz. Regarding chametz that's in a mixture, Rabbeinu Tam holds that only a iser if you eat it, but there is no iser of ba'yira ba'yimatzeh. Rashi learns there's definitely an Isser of Bayira Bayamatse to own these. And the debate of this Gemara is is there an Isser Achila? It comes out that according to Rabbeinu Tam, when you have a mixture of Chamit, which the Gemara is going to explain what, what this is, then a person does not violate Bayira Bayamatse. Just make sure you don't eat it because you might have an Isser, but there is no problem of Bayira Bayamatse. Because of this, many in the YU world, the follow the Psak of Rav Salavechik, they, they are typically machmer not to sell Chamits, meaning They'll get rid of all their chametz before Pesach. They don't want to rely on a mechira, which we'll, we'll get to soon. We spoke about it earlier. Not very clear in halacha that that works. So you're leaving it in your house. You write a shtar. The whole thing's a joke. The nachri doesn't know where you, who you are. He just signs a paper with a million different addresses. So over the years, many people felt we should be machmer and not, not rely on the mechira. So in the wider world, they won't rely on the mechira. But if something's not chametz ben, it's not a piece of bread, as long as it's taraitis, they're relying on Rabbeinu Tam, that there is no iser by rabbi Yimad, say, don't eat it. So now, they're not going to keep it on, on Pesach, but they'll sell it. They'll, you know, ginik with, with this, right. There are those that are a little more machmer, they'll, they won't sell chametz gamur, but if something is, you know, partially bottle, or, you know, that type, then, then, they, then they'll sell it. And there are those that sell everything, which is fine. There's definitely what to rely on. The some uh, for rights, a person should not talk bad about the mechira. People do it. It's a minigun kaya, so to do it, don't worry about it. But if someone's looking for uh, things to be machmer on, you have one product left in your cabinet. Why would you take a risk for a box of Rice Krispies on Pesach? You know what I'm saying? But why, why, No, I'm saying, so why, no, why would you... If you have tons of things, you have loads of bread and scotch, okay, it makes sense to sell. But if you have $10 worth of product, you might as well just get rid of it and not you know, be worried about the mechira, not the mechira. But either way, a person should not be concerned. Do what you do. Next. So the Mishnah said, elu hara. So man tana, who's the tana that learns the chametz dagan gamor, the chametz dagan gamor, that chametz gamor, which means 
it is fully uh, leavened. That means chametz gar means it's fully processed, and it's aliyadei tarayvis. Tarayvis means a mixture. If you ever go to uh, in a bar park, if there's men and women together, it's called tarivis, right? Tarivis is tarayvis, a mixture, men and women, but that's tarivis, right? So I remember there was a, there was a guy in, in yeshiva way back. And we were learning Hilchas Taruvas in Yaradea, which is after Basar Vachal of his Halachas of Taruvas, of mixtures. He literally thought we were learning the Halachas of Tznias. Because in his mind, Tarivas means Tarivas. Fine. Anyways, Man Tana, who's the author that whole, who's the Tana that learned the Chamitz Dag and Gamar de Taruvas? That when you have Chamitz Dag and Gamar, which means malt, but it's in a Taruvas, it's in Rice Krispies, and you can't tell you know, what's the malt here, it's, it's, in, the, it's in the mixture. That the chametz be'ene and sorry, the nuksha be'ene. If you have chametz nuksha, which means it wasn't developed, it was dough that didn't fully develop into chametz, but it's be'ene. It's right there. We didn't mix it into anything else. It's literally in front of me. That it's only a lav again, because the gemaras, the mishnah said, These seven items in our mishnah are only a lav, and we had two different categories. The first category was for sure it was chametz. It was sheicher shamadai. It was beer that had barley in it. It was one hundred percent chametz. But it was in a beer mixture, which wasn't of pure beer that we have today. It was a, it was a what do you call it? It was a, um, a mixture of other dates and other things. So that's chametz gamor b'tarayves. The second half of the mishnah was the the chef's dough we put on top of the soup. Those other items are not b'tarayves. It's a dough, but it's not chametz gamor. It's called nuksha. So these two things. The Mishnah says you're only over a lav. You're not chai of karis in it. And it's not mutter. I mean, he made the rice, there's a lav, but there's no chai of karis. And the question asks itself, and we're going to see this over the next 30 lines, if there's an Easter to eat it on Pesach, obviously, or well, not obviously, but shouldn't there be an Easter of karis? Isn't that what the Torah says? Eat chametz on Pesach, there's karis. So the Gemara says, so the, fine, we'll get to that later. At this point, the Gemara asked a very simple question. Man Tana, right? Who is the author of our Mishnah? So I'm Rav Yudah Marav. Rav Yudah said the name of Rav, Rabbi Meir. He, it's the Shita of Rav Meir, the Tani, went in a Brisa, and this is called uh, Seor. It's not Se'or. Se'or means sourdough. Here, there's another word here, which is called Se'or, or Sheor. It means a dough that did not yet become chametz. So we're going to learn... We're going to touch upon it now. It's a sugya uh, later on. That there are three stages in the dough becoming chametz. And back in the day, you were able to tell. You could be a mashkiach in a matzah factory, a matzah bakery, and you could tell when exactly the dough becomes chametz. We are machmer on all these things. We don't do more than 18 minutes. But the first stage is when the dough turns white. The second stage is when it starts cracking. And the third stage is when the cracks crisscross. They become like the, a horn. It looks like a Karen, it looks like a horn. So there's three levels of fermentation or, or leavening in the dough. There's a machlekes Rav Yehuda and our mayor regarding how far along is it chametz. So with that background, let's jump into the Gemara. Which means the dough that did not, that started becoming chametz, but did not become chametz fully. You have to burn it. However, you can give it to your dog. You eat it by Malkus. The Gemara asked the obvious question. Hagufakasha doesn't make any sense. Amrit seor yisari. You're telling me I have to burn it. So obviously I'm also by now. You cannot benefit from it. Otherwise, why would I have to burn it? Let me sell it. Vavadar tani. Then he told me the nice and lifnei cowboy. I could feed it to my dog. I'm a mutter 
then it's mutterban. Otherwise, I can't feed my dog. So the Gemara says, you're right. This is what the Tana wanted to say. And you have to just, we'll do this slowly because it's a little tricky. Deceptive. Seor Yisarif. When the Tana said Seor must be burnt, that means, dear Rabbi Meir, what Rabbi Meir holds is Seor, which means it's already partially chametz, which is when it turns white or it turns pale. So that is when the Rabbi Meir has to be burnt. And dear Rabbi Yehuda, what Rabbi Yehuda holds is Seor, which is not that level. It has to be a little more, where the cracks start forming. So according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's a later stage. But whatever they call, Seor has to be burnt. What about the next case? What's the case of allowed to feed it to your dog? So that's the Rabbi Meir. What Rabbi Meir holds is Seor, which is simply that the dough started becoming pale. Not right, not cracked, good. The Rabbi Yehuda, in Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, holds that's mutter bahana. Additionally, the Rishonim point out, Rabbi Yehuda, you're even allowed to eat it because it's not chametz yet, not even partially chametz. So that's what the middle case of a noise of the Kabbalah means. It's going in the, according to Rabbi Yehuda, what Rabbi Meir's sayer is, Rabbi Yehuda Paskins, Rabbi Meir's sayer, eh, noise of the funny Kabbalah, you could give it to your dog, you could even eat it. What's the third case? The case of eating chametz. Or this type of exam, this this type of partial chametz. That you get Malkus Asan Rameir. That's her mayor's own opinion regarding his view of what Sayer is. So then you of of yeah, because then you would get Malkus for eating it. Okay. What do you see from here? Shamina Leila Rabbi Mayor. You we hear a mayor's opinion that Nuksha. Now, this chametz is called chametz noksha, which means it's partially chametz. It's not fully chametz, it's called chametz noksha, right? It's the, the dough, it's already, uh, you see in the dough that's already developing. That's called noksha, or noksha. That's be'ene, it's there, it's not in the Rice Krispies, it's not a malt in a, in a beer. It's be'ene, it's there, I can see it. What does he hold? Belav. He said you get malkus. Fine. That's simple. That's a clear riot from our brysa. If we follow the... Gemara's analysis of what the Bryce even means because the whole thing was odd. He said, then he got Malchus. But either way, with the conclusion that the case of getting Malchus for eating it is Rameir's opinion, that means Rameir holds that Chametz, which is not fully Chametz, it's only partially Chametz, it's called Chametz Nuksha. When it's in front of me, I see it, it's intact, it's not mixed into anything, you're you get a love. Okay, so that helps us for part of the mission. Again, our mission has two separate categories. We have the four countries, if you remember, Bavel, Madai, Mitzri, and I forgot the fourth one, right, the Emirates. And you have the three crafts, right, the three omnus, the, 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 the butcher, the, the, I forgot already. Anyways, too tired. So when you have that, you have your two separate categories. Category one was fully processed chametz that became, that was in a mixture. Category two is chametz be'en, but it's not really chametz yet. It's called chametz nuksha. So we want to figure out who's the author of our Mishnah. So our mayor definitely goes to the second part, the, the, the last three categories, right? Which was, I'll just turn back, we'll be so lazy, which was the amelam shatabachim, the butcher, the scribe, and the dyers, those, those three uh, laborers, those three uh, things that they used are chametz nuksha, but it's Be'en. So that's Rameir. He, he holds, definitely holds like that. 
What about the beginning, the first case, where you have chametz dagon, gamor, aide taroives? So the Gemara assumes that if you hold chametz nuksha is aser, you get a laugh, for sure chametz dagon, which is pure chametz, it's malt, that for sure you'll be over, even though it's in a taruva. So the Gemara says, the kolshin chametz dagon gamor, aide taroives. Fine. At this point, we assume the entire Mishnah is a mayor. We clearly find the Raya mayor holds that Chametz Nuksha is over a lav. If you're over a lav, a Chametz Nuksha, where you don't even know it's fully Chametz yet, it's uh, starting to crack. So for sure, if you had malt that was in the Rice Krispies, of course you'd be over a lav of eating this, this on Pesach. Rav Nachman Omar. Rav Nachman says, I have a different Tano. Maybe our Mishnah is Rabbi Eliezer. He did Tano in a Brisa. Al Chametz Dagon Gamor. Anush kares. If someone eats chametz dag and gamor, you get a chiv kares. Ali ruvai. If it's in a taruvais, which means it's in a mixture, the lav you get a lav, but there is no chiv kares. Divre Rabbi Eliezer. Someone eats chametz dag and gamor. Of course, anush kares. That's a beferish pasuk. Ali ruvai. If it's in a mixture. Belay klum, if you eat it, you're not over anything, you're not even over a lav. Tomorrow we'll get into this question, which is, it's the whole Yeridea, basically, in tomorrow's daf, daf memdalid. If I eat, if I drink some soup, and in the soup they put, uh, I don't know, non-kosher chicken, so I didn't, I didn't violate anything? Isn't there an issue of tam ke'ik or uh, whatever, right? So that's really the question in the Chacham's opinion, and we'll spend a daf on it tomorrow. But at this point, the chum hold belay klum. Person who has a mixture of chametz, meaning you take rice krispies, you take scotch. Pesach morning, you have your kiddush, scotch. You could even have a piece of cake, probably according to the to the, to the chum. If there's enough sugar and eggs, you call it a tarufa. It's not just wheat. Nothing, no isser at all. The shaminan lay the rabbi Eliezer. What do you see from here? Rabbi Eliezer is the one that holds chametz dagon gamor the tarufa. Belav, you overlap eating the rice krispies. The kolshkin nagshabinin. Chametz, that's nuksha, which is the end. It's not in a mixture. You see how, how, you see how uh, little or how, how we view a mixture. That a chamhold mixture is fine. There's no isra deraisa. Yet, Rabbi Eliezer holds that a mixture is a problem. So for sure, when it's be'en, chametz, nuksha, be'en, then Rabbi Eliezer would definitely hold your chayiv alav. Okay, now the Gemara is going to ask, and this is the two sides to the coin, Rav Nachman and the Rav Yehuda Marav, who the Tana is, and it's two, there's a debate on both sides, which one is the easier one to learn. So the Gemara says, Rav Nachman, my time alam Rav Yehuda. Why doesn't it go like Rav Yehuda? Who said, it's like Rav Meir. So Rav he says, Maybe when there's a lav, maybe the only time Rav Meir says, Yoriver a lav is when it's Be'en, it's in front of you. You see by a Tarevis, that the Chum is not even a problem. So maybe he goes to the Chumim, that when it's in the Tarevis, you see it's already mixed into other things. Maybe there's a concept of Bitta Barayv. I don't know. Who says he holds it's a problem? Rav Yehuda, my time, Rav Lamech, Nachman. I'm like, I can't come Rav Lezer Hasam. One day, Rav Lezer say, Yerchai Velav, Ela Chamis Dagon Gamar, the Tarevis, something that was fully developed, malt. He had barley that was soaked in water, it became malt. Okay, Avo Noiksha Be'ene, but if I have nuksha be'en, even though it's be'en, but it's not fully developed chametz, it's just the dough that started cracking. Loyomar, maybe we would hold there is no lav, and therefore we have this debate: which one could be learned from the other one? And some would hold that, like Rabbi Eliezer, and some would hold like Rab Meir. That Rab Meir would be the author of our Mishnah. Tanya Kivasi, Rabbi Huda, we have a brisa 
that aligns with Rabbi with, with Rav Yehuda that that Chametz Gamor is uh, more Chamor than Chametz Nuksha Ba'en. That if Chametz Nuksha is also, then for sure the Taroivis of Chametz, real Chametz in the Rice Krispies, that would for sure be a problem. So now we're going to get to some Psukim. The Torah says, Koma Chametzes Loisechelu. All Chametz you should not eat. The Rabbi is Kutachabavli. This includes things in our Mishnah. Kutachabavli, Sheikh Ramadai, Chametz Adani, Zeisamets, all these different things that are usher to eat. Yachal, Yehei Anush, Kares. I would think that you would get kares for eating these things because the Torah says, right, v'nichrasa, yet tamalam kichol oichal chametz v'nichrasa. When it came to the iser lav of eating, don't eat, the Torah used the term kol machmetzes, which is a very inclusive term. However, when the Torah said kares, it said chametz, which is more of a limiting term. A chametz dagen gomor anish kares, so at this point, we have a bryce and a fitzer of Yehuda. The chametz dagen gamor, when you're eating it straight, eating a piece of bread, let's assume that's chametz dagen gamor, or eating, a, I don't know, a cookie. So then we'll assume that's a real chametz dagen gamor, that's kares. When it's in the taroivas, you have some malt in your rice krispies, that's only allowed because the taro uses the term chametz and not machmetzas. So the Gemara says, hold on a second. Yeah, it's definitely a love. Yeah, yeah. Correct. So Mar says, Man Shamalay to Omar Ali Ruvi Bilav. Who was the one that told me that there is a love when it's mixed in Rabbi Eliezer? He it's the sheet of Rabbi Eliezer, right? So what do you see from here? Vilu Nuksha Baene. Yet when when it comes to Nuksha Ba'en, which was the other three cases of our Mishnah, Loika Amar, the Bryce here didn't say it. So it must be Shmamina Nukshla Rabbiezer Lesle. It must be that that Rabbiezer holds there is no lav by Chametz Nuksha. Why? Because Chametz Gamor is more machmir than Chametz Nuksha Ben. Even when the Chametz Gamor is in a mixture, so it must be like Rabbi Yehuda said the name of Rav that our Mishnah is not Rabbiezer. It is the opinion of Rabbi Meir. Okay, that's the end of that's really the end of that discussion. Who the author of our Mishnah is. Once we mention the sheet of Rabbi Eliezer, the Gemara is going to get into it. Rabbi Eliezer, and according to Rabbi Eliezer, holds that chametz b'taroives, you have a lav, but there's no kares, which means you, you ate your Rice Krispies, you drink your beer, right? You drink your uh, Bud Light, which has other rice, or right? had rice or corn in it, one of these things. There was once a Super Bowl commercial, right? They were making fun of Miller or Bud, they were fighting. They use corn syrup or whatever. Okay, the other one uses rice syrup, so I don't know why it's better. Fine, the cows in Iowa were very upset. No, no, the cows. The farmers in Iowa were very upset. Okay, anyways, both garbage. <laughs> 50 cents a can. Anyways, Rabbi Yezer holds that if you drink the beer, you're high of a, you're over a lav, you get malchus, but there will not be curry. So, how does he know you're over a lav? So, the Gemara says, if you're calling it chametz, you know what I found? You know the pasuk says machmetzes. It says machmetzes v'nechrasa. You get kares. So the Gemara says, you're right, but I need that pasuk for something else. I need that pasuk of kichol oichel machmetzes for the following brisa. 
it says, It became chametz on its own, right? The natural yeast came into this dough and it became chametz. What if you threw in your uh, yeast you buy in the store, which is not chametz, it's just, a, it's just a, a yeast. How do I know that it is also a problem? Anyway, this thing became chametz, whether it was a natural leavening or you sped up the process, you expedited it either way. It's a problem. So that was needed, that was learned out from this Pasuk. If you tell me the word machmetzas is being taught to tell me chametz that was ayedid avaracher, why don't you say that the, that the Pasuk of the lav, which says machmetzas, right, that a person, uh, is also telling me by chametz that became chametz ayedid avaracher. So if that's true, if machmetzas means include things that became chametz through a different uh, uh, method, how do I know that taroid is chametz even has a lav, right? If you tell me there's no kare, so it's the same word, maybe there's no lav either. So the Gemara says, at the time of how does Rebbe know that there's a lav by taroid is chametz? Me kol. The pasta says kol. Kol means everything. So the Gemara says, hasam nami of kol. It says kol oichel machmetz is v'nichrasa. It comes to include women that if a woman eats chametz uh, on Pesach, she's chayiv kares. The Gemara says, Nashim, women, that, that they're chayiv kares. Don't they know that from Rav Yudah Marav? Then Rav Yudah Marav. Any chatas in the Torah, hishva hakasav, isha le'ish, l'chol o'nishim shabbat Torah. The Torah says that women are men and men, women are equal for all punishments in the Torah. So why would I think chametz is different? If a woman eats an Yom Kippur, of course she's chayev kare. So what's the difference, right? Mitzvah sasesha has mangrama, we'll have a sugin kedushin, but besides for that, for everything else, they're, 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 they have the same uh, status. So the Gemara says, Eztrich, I, I needed a pasuk to tell me that women are chayev kares. Why? Nim gilom beis. So could that the chamin thought to say, that the Torah compares chametz to matzah. We have this so many times throughout the Masechta. I would have thought to say any, some, any person who has a mitzvah say to eat matzah. They have an iser eating chametz. And then the chayev kares. These women. At this point, we don't know that they're chayev and eating matzah. Why not? But Erev Teichel Matzah eat at the night of the 15th. So that's a classic mitzvah. Women should be putter. So if they're putter from matzah, they should be putter from eating chametz. So your wife could have a donut on Pesach while you're eating your matzah. I would have thought to say women could eat chametz. Men cannot eat chametz. No, the Torah told me, call by the Isser of Achilles chametz. Tell me women are also included in this lav, and they cannot eat chametz on Pesach. So the word kol was necessary specifically by this halacha regarding matzah. Aye, we know kol tarakula, women are chayev in ancien, but here the Torah compares matzah to chametz. I would have thought chametz is the same thing as matzah, and matzah should only, would only is a mitzvah seisha as mangrama, and therefore women are putter from matzah, and they should also be putter from chametz. So the Torah told me, Kol, they are chayiv in chametz. But now that we know, Vahashda, this rabbi, this maybe what people are bothered by, Vahashda, this rabbi, chametz. Now that we know from the word Kol that women cannot eat chametz and it gets uh, kares, it's rabbi, nami matzah. Now we know that they're 
that we know chametz is compared to matzah. So Rebeliezer, 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 Noshim Chayavis Bachilas Matzah, Devar Torah, Shnema Lesechel of Chometz, Kol Sheyashnem Vibar Torah, Chometz, Yashnem Bachilas Matzah. Anyone that's included in the history of eating Chometz has a mitzvah say to eat Matzah. Vahani Noshi, Chol Vyashnem Vibar Torah, Chometz, Yashnem Mekom, Echo Matzah. They have the same mitzvah, the Araisa, of eating Matzah the night of the Seder. So just by the way, uh, many you'll see around Pesach time, people get excited for Chumras for. Uh, for, for the kizesim, how big they have to eat. So usually by the time they finish, they usually have like two matzahs each. And it's a lot. It's a lot. So I once asked Rabelsky, what's with all these chumras on Pesach? So he said, of course, it's brought down. But he said, for the most part, it's only seven, eight days. And afterwards, you get back to your regular life. So everyone has all these chumras on Pesach. So, so it happens to be the Messiah Sisharim writes. Yeah, no, whatever. The Messiah Sisharim writes, and it's found in other Sifri Musr that whenever you think about chumras, you have to worry about the natural consequences. So when people are told you have to eat this huge matzah to be yaitzah, they'll say, you know, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm definitely not eating that. So instead, they'll just, usually by women, it could be men as well, they'll nibble on a little bit. They won't end up eating a kazayas. And there goes the whole, uh, the, the, the brachal of atalim, they're not, not eating, they're not being the kind of mitzvahs that say, of achilas matzah. So it's better to work around the normal share. Yeah, for those that want to do be, be extra credit, eat more, why not? If you're healthy, you might as well eat more. But I'm saying to tell Hamonam, everyone that they have to eat these huge matzahs, you end up taking away from, uh, from, from the mitzvah, because people are saying, I'm not going to do that. And therefore, they'll end up, you know, so you got to be careful when it comes to, when it comes to chumras. Okay. I think about palms, that's how one said that, that by tzniyas. We started seeing all these uh, signs that there has to be four inches, the skirt has to be four inches under the knees, six inches. Oh, when you start with the measuring stick, then people are saying, okay, I'm not doing that. So then forget the whole thing. Instead, just teach people the halacha and uh, whatever. Don't, don't teach people chumras at Monam because it, it's going to end up backfiring. Okay. Another halacha that comes up very often, you go to people's Shabbos tables. No one's going to invite me anymore because I'm very observant. But let's assume this didn't happen here in a different state somewhere. Anyways, people, the wash. And some women don't like challah, so they'll nibble. They'll have a little uh, crumb, and that's it. So first of all, you're not yet to see this Shabbos. According to most, most Rishonim, there's a chiv de raisa for men and women to eat three sudas in Shabbos. According, even if you forget about Shabbos, you wash, you mean a bracha on the and you're going to bench later. So you're benching, you're making four brachas of atala, and you're washing. So, so there was a lady who was once by uh, my in-law's Shabbos table, and she told me she doesn't eat bread. But she washes and she nibbles on challah. So I asked her, do you wash the entire week? She says, yes, I, I eat pita, I eat wraps, whatever. So eat a wrap. Don't, 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 uh, don't not, because you don't like challah, so you're going to make a bracha vatala, four brachas vatala, you're not going to be yet to your mitzvah. So for her also, if I have to eat this huge slice of challah to be a kezayis, she's not going to do that. But if you tell her, it's the size of an olive. <laughs> Think about an egg and half of an egg. That's all you need to eat. It's not a lot of challah. You have to squish it in. Whatever, whatever it is, a lot of, you know, a quarter of a pita, you're good to go. So people that know the halacha, they'll, uh, they'll forget about all these chumras and they'll actually be mekayim their mitzvah of the Shabbos and benching. Fine. So matzah as well. Or dal kaisis. Whatever. It's just important to realize what the shear is and what's just extra credit to, to make you feel a little better. Okay. Now the Gemara asked the question, am I chazis? How do you see the high kol rabui nashim mafkasi ruvai emon rabui ruvai? Meaning, you have a word kol. Kol means include more things. Should it include women or should it include taruvas chametz? Right. So the Gemara says mistavra kleib eichen. It's talking about people. It's talking about eaters. So when we're talking about people that eat, we're including more eaters. 
It makes sense we're talking about anybody who eats, and we're coming to include various types of food. It makes sense to include more eaters than more food. So the says, really, is this true? Anytime you're talking about food, or we're talking about, sorry, talking about eaters, you're not going to include food. It says by Chelev, when the Torah talks about chelev, the forbidden fats that we cannot eat, if you look in the source, it's really talking about kachim. A carbon that's a that's a tamim, there's no mum, it's roy to be brought on the mezbeach. Chelev vali mum and mina. And how do I know that a mum is also you cannot eat the chelev? Tamaloimer, min habahima, even a mum. What about chelev chulam minayin? Your regular beef? Tamaloimer, ki chol. Kichol is coming to include even another type of food. Not talking about who eats it. It's talking about whoever eats it is chayev kares. And the kichol is coming to include a type of food, not people that eat it. So the Gemara says, you're right, but hasam de leka eichlin there, there's no one else to include. Everybody's included in this iser. Who else do I want to include as far as an eater? So if I have no choice, I'll include food. I have a choice. I could either include women, eaters, or include food. What are we talking about? We're talking about anybody who eats. Anybody who eats would include women, not food. I'm not going to leave the women on the side and say I'm going to be marbe, a different type of food, taruvis chametz, and not include women. Verabanon, who argued Rabbi Eliezer, hold that you're not chayev for eating taruvis chametz. They hold you're not chayev. So kol loy darsha. They're obviously not darshaning the word kol. The second. Right. How do they know that women are included in the chiyav kares? So the Gemara says you're right. Kol loy darsha. They don't darshan kol, but ki kol darsha. Darshan ki kol to tell me that women are included. I Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer who darshans kol to include, and he holds, you're not chayev kares, ema kol rabbis tznashim, ki kol rabbis tseruvoi, for kares, vechitim ki kol rabbis ladarsh, he doesn't darsh in ki kol, v'atanis ar bal takti, where the Torah says, when it comes to a carbon mincha, you're bringing mincha, you cannot bring it as chametz, ki kol sa'ar v'chol devash, we say this, if you say pita maktaris, you say it every day, so you see an Allah to bring Sa'ar, and it says Sa'ar Baltaktiru. Ainly Ella Kuloi. I only know that if you took the whole thing, meaning you took a Kazayas, and that's the that's the offering brought as a carbon mincha, that, that's when there's an Isser of bringing this as a carbon, as a carbon mincha. So what if I only had a half a Kazayas? Minayin, how do I know there's still an Isser Lav over here? Tamalemer, Kol, Kol comes to include even partially. So, a ruva minayin, what if there's a mixture of sa'ar, the sourdough, and other things in your carbon mencha? How do I know that there's an iser of bringing this as a carbon? So, you see from here that kichol is, is being marba even a ruva, even a mixture of sa'ar. So, for the Gemara, man shamalei the darish kol, who's one of the actions kol to include things that's Rebbe Leezer? The kadarish kichol, and he darshins kichol even be more inclusive. So I don't understand. If he darshins kichol, why don't we say the same thing over here when it comes to chametz? That kichol should also tell me not only is there an iser lav of bringing, I'm sorry, of, of eating chametz b'tarayves, kichol should tell me there's also an iser kares eating chametz b'tarayves. The Gemara says this is an awesome kasha, and the Gemara leaves it as a kasha. It's very difficult to understand how Rebbe Eliezer fits 
in all of Shas, does he darshan kichol? Does he only darshan kol? How does it fit that when in, by, by bringing the carbon mincha, he says, kichol tells me even a mixture of sa'ar in the carbon? You're violating the iser. So kichol by kares and chametz should also be, even by taruvis chametz, there should also be, and it's a kares, the Gemara leaves it off as kash. Okay, so tomorrow's daf. Again, it's some, probably the most lamed shadaf and practical halacha. All these te- all these things coming out of daf mem dalid. We'll talk about basavachalav and uh, the whole taruvis, not taru- not tarivis. The whole taruvis is all in there. Hetem and sarf and a lot of good stuff. Have a good night.